Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I want to answer a listener's question. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was, I don't know if floored is the right word, but I was a bit floored uh, by the provenance of this email, the, the location uh, from which the listener was, was writing me and listening, listening to the show because he hails from Uruguay, and that is a first for me, Uruguay. He didn't mention the city, and if you're wondering, maybe you're not quite up to date on your geography, don't know, if you're wondering where Uruguay is, I can hearken back to a junior high geography class <laughs> that I had with Miss Smith, and she compelled us, all of her pupils to memorize the, the, the countries and their capitals in South America. And I, I remember very clearly Montevideo, Uruguay in that, in, in the course of that, that song. So Uruguay sits on the East coast of South America, adjacent to, uh, Argentina. In fact, the capital city Montevideo is a little bit due East of Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina. So it's on the Atlantic coast there. And it's kind of curious how far away, just how far away is this listener? I, I got on, got on my my internet, got on, got on the maps, and typed in Montevideo. My my map tried to calculate the driving distance, and it, and it couldn't succeed. It failed. It said there, there's no route. You can't get there, not by car. Uh, so when I checked it out uh, by way of plane, by flying, it was something like 14, maybe 15 hours. So pretty good trek from where I am in Dallas, Fort Worth. And again, I was excited. I, I, I've, I've lived around the world. I'm, as a world traveler, I have to confess, I, I was excited to get an email from a listener in Uruguay. And if you're listening live now or maybe via, via the podcast and you are sitting outside of the U.S., boy, I'd be curious to hear where you are right now. So send me a quick note, if you don't mind, and that's to askandy at luinc.com. Let me know where you're listening. And of course... For anybody that has a question on real estate investing, you can send those to me as well at that email. That's askandy at luinc.com. 
So to that listener's email, he said, Hi, Andy. I've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited radio show for some time now. I live in Uruguay, and he, he, again, he didn't tell me where, but from what I've listened in your programs, I would really like to have the opportunity to invest in real estate the way you guys do it. He goes on to say, I wonder if Lifestyles Unlimited has any members from outside the United States and whether you guys have tools that allow people to invest in the U.S., remotely in other words invest from outside of the country so we're going to answer both of those uh questions today on the show and throughout today's show i want you to remember no, no matter where you're listening no matter where you sit you may be in the united states i want you to remember what we say here at lifestyles unlimited live where you want and invest where it makes sense and yes that can apply to you if you're listening outside of the border of the United States. So we'll get to that question. Do we have any members from outside of the country here in a minute? But before we get to the listeners questions, I want to, I want to, I want to put on my thinking cap. I want you to do the same. And I want to take a step back, maybe out uh, more broadly, take a, maybe take a wide angle, um, go global really is what I'm getting to and get into some macroeconomic topics and what this will do for us. It will help approach the, 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 the question or the notion of investing from overseas, but it will really set the stage for you. If you, if you are wanting to invest in real estate, no matter where you are, and perhaps it doesn't make sense where you sit. And some of these considerations, again, you don't have to be in Uruguay or Queensland, Australia, some of these considerations will absolutely apply to you if you sit in California or Maryland or, I don't know, Massachusetts. So we'll talk macroeconomics, PPP and Big Macs. We'll talk considerations for investing afar, let's say across borders in particular. And then I want you to stop after we go through all this detail. I want you to stop overthinking and do a couple of things first. I'll tell you what those are a little bit later in the show. So to get that, that bigger picture first, right? I'm a skydiver. I usually go up to about 14,000 feet to get out. We're going to go even higher. Maybe we're up in the, the International Space Station looking down. We've got that real wide angle lens and we're, we're going to look at the macroeconomic side of things. And I mentioned PPP. Of course, you more recently hear PPP, you're probably thinking COVID and the CARES Act and Paycheck Protection Program. Yes, that is PPP. <laughs> that is not that is not the one I'm talking about. Of course, that is another government program. Did you don't know if you know this, it's it's gone a bit awry. If you just do a quick search online, PPP and fraud, uh, another program, government does its best, they try, um, and it goes off the rails, goes a bit sideways. But we're talking about PPP in terms of purchasing power parity. What is that? And if you if you want to get into more detail, obviously you can look online. Investopedia has a good explanation of that. But essentially, it's it's a basket of goods that economists look at in order to get an idea of the 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 economic the financial firepower of of each of the markets out there. And what they do is they'll they'll compare you know different cur countries' currencies by way of a basket of goods, kind of like our own. Um, Bureau of Labor Statistics will measure a basket of goods to figure out what the CPI, the consumer price inflation or price index has been doing. And what has it been doing? Well, you've all heard, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Inflation is here and it, and it keeps going up. And you can bet that's going on around the world. Uh, Germany, I know I read an article recently experiencing very, very strong inflation as well everywhere we look right now. So PPP is dwindling, I would say, no matter what country you're looking at right now. But that's what they do is they look at a 
basket of goods in order to try to understand the economic productivity and the, the standard of living between countries, comparing country A to B to C. That standard of living, by the way, for you that are in California or Maryland or Massachusetts, that will play into our further discussion. When we come back, I want to talk about Big Macs and how that applies to PPP, so stick around. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370. The right choice. And they're wondering if it's possible to invest the way that we describe here on this program and, and, and the way that we invest at Lifestyles Unlimited from outside the country. And we'll get into that as well. I'm, I'm, I'm starting with a big picture view, though, especially for those that may be outside of Texas, outside of the, the main areas where we invest. And that can mean you are within our borders here in the United States, in California, Maryland, Massachusetts, wherever, and, and, and have to consider, quote unquote, of investing across borders as well. And we're opening or we're beginning to look at something called purchasing power parity. Parity meaning things being the same, right? And it's just an economic, macroeconomic idea whereby economists try to see what the cost of a certain basket of goods costs uh, in, in, in various, various markets. And that, t that basically tells us, you know, in, in theory, we expect that a basket of goods in the U.S. costs more than, say, a basket of goods in a poorer nation and maybe less than a basket of goods in a more expensive nation. In theory, that's that's the idea. But there are a lot of things that play into that. that. What basket of goods are they looking at? Where did those items that are in that basket of goods originate? Uh, in fact, there are a number of drawbacks which 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 play into this, including transport costs. If that if that item in that basket of goods is not native or not produced in that market, well, it's naturally higher. There are tax differences, and this plays into your considerations, or it should, if you are investing from overseas in the U.S. or wherever. Tax differences, government. Um, government intervention or other government issues they, they name here on this on isn't Investopedia are there non-traded services services can't generally don't don't go across cross borders now I'll tell you a little bit about what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited later and that that is a little bit of a different service that actually can go across borders but purchasing power parity essentially is what can you buy in your in your country right how far does that dollar go here in the U.S. compared to Uruguay, compared to Switzerland, compared to, I don't know, Russia right now, if they can even get dollars. And when you start to look at purchasing power parity, a big driver of the differences there, really it comes down to exchange rates. And if you want to have a little bit of fun, I would encourage you to look at the Big Mac index. Yeah, the Big Mac like you get at, at McDonald's. And the, the Economist, this is a, a magazine they came up with this, I think, back in the mid-80s, 1986 or so. It's essentially doing what we're talking about with purchasing power parity and that basket of goods, only 
They're just looking at the Big Mac. What does the Big Mac in the United States cost compared to the UK? In fact, they've got an example here where they've, they've tracked uh, that over time. And they publish this from time to time. The most recent publication was December of 2021. And the cost of a Big Mac in the UK, in Britain at the time, was, was in, in, in British pounds, right, local currency, was $3 or three pounds, 59 pence. Whereas in the U.S. at the time, it was $5.81. If you do the math there, divide the pounds by the, by the dollars, you get a, an implied exchange rate of 0.62. That's what you should be paying in dollars to get one single pound. But the exchange rate at the time was 0.75, so there's a bit of a, of a difference there. Now, I'm not going to go too much farther down this path, so stick with me here. If, if you're starting to... Starting to your your eyes are glazing over because we're talking a little bit too economic uh, to, in, in, in terms of economic terms. Um, I'm going to dial it back in to something more specific to us, more germane to us. But exchanges are important. That that essentially is the message. And there is there is room for arbitrage there. Yes, you can be a speculator. You can do all kinds of things with currency. This is where I say we're gonna we're gonna cut bait with that a little bit and simplify, not overthink. But if you are outside of the country, that can be a consideration. You know, I used to live and work in Germany. I was on a, a German contract for just under five years. I worked for a farm equipment manufacturer. I lived in farmland, which is read as in the middle of nowhere country. Cost of living was very low. Parts of Germany, it's very high. But where I was, it was very low. I was paid in euros. And the peak when I lived in Germany, that euro would buy me $1.60. Now, check the rate today. Right now, the euro is buying $1.09, so it's down quite a bit. In fact, it dropped uh, pretty precipitously after hitting that 1.60 peak some time ago. But boy, all of the things that I have learned in the interim since returning to the United States and learning about Lifestyles Unlimited and jumping into real estate, boy, I wish I had known these when I was there. I would have sent those euros straight home, buying $1.60 per euro and getting into real estate. So there are times when those exchange rates do, in fact, work in your favor. And I, like I said, I, hindsight is twenty twenty. Investors have a lot of regrets. Typically, those regrets involve not starting earlier. And in my case, I wish I had started sooner. And while I still was able to leverage that exchange rate at the time. So dollar's been moving around a dollar ten ten per euro for quite some time now, or the euro has been. But that takes me to some of those cross-border considerations. If you are outside of the United States, and don't worry, if you're in California, Maryland, Massachusetts, we'll get to you as well. And one of these does absolutely apply to you. But a big consideration for you are those exchange rates. If you're outside of the country, I, I checked out since the email came from a, a gentleman in Uruguay, uh, took a look. The, the currency down there, that's the Uruguayan peso, it has actually appreciated versus the dollar recently. Now we're talking from 40.6 to 40.8, it's uh, per pesos per, per dollar. So um, uh, we're talking about small movements really, but, but it has appreciated. And, and as you invest overseas in dollars, if you're considering bringing those monies home, appreciation of your currency is actually a bad thing when you want to repatriate your funds. Why? Because it's now going to cost you more of those dollars to buy that Uruguayan peso. Depreciation, on the other hand, is a good thing. But then again, 
will you really be moving the, that, that money back into the country all that often? You know, we have an investor, uh, one of our, our super passive investors that focuses exclusively on passive investing in apartments. He has a saying, he says, don't eat your seed corn. And that means when your apartment investments kick off distributions, maybe you're living off that as your cash flow, perhaps, I think he is. But when you have a big financial event, like a refinance or a sale of a property, he doesn't take that money and go have fun. He, he, he takes that seed corn and puts it back into the next group of investments. So if you are abroad, that may really need to be your approach. And in fact, I did interview a gentleman who is abroad, he is in Australia, and he does that very thing. He doesn't, he doesn't move his money cross borders back and forth. You do put yourself at some exchange rate risk there. He keeps his money here and, and reinvests and continues to grow. So exchange rate issues, probably your biggest question. What else? We'll talk about a couple more. And if you're in California, Maryland, Massachusetts, there's one of those in particular that you need to think about. So stay tuned. Talk 1370. Warning. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And to learn more about our financial freedom program and the two-day seminar, the first on day one, single family, that website is Give Me Total Freedom, all written together, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. And you can do those online, by the way, if you're still a little bit shy about getting out there. But we have them going on in person. You can see Houston, Dallas, Denver, Austin, Jacksonville, Florida, Richmond, Virginia, Phoenix, Arizona, just to name a few. And if you use the promo code when you register, save big, all caps, that's going to give you a two-year membership at a massive discount. So learn more at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. We're answering a question today. I got all the way from Uruguay down in South America. It's about 14, 15 hour flight. If my map app is uh, any bit correct, don't know if that's direct or with stops in between, but I got an email from a gentleman down there asking, do we have members that are residents outside of the country. We absolutely do. Get into a little bit more around that here in the next segment. And do we have the tools for you to be able to invest in the U.S. from outside of the country? We'll talk about that as well. We're starting with a bit of a bigger picture, more global macroeconomic approach. Um, and we're going to dial that down. And we talked already about purchase PPP, purchasing power parity, not the, not the paycheck prevention uh, program that came out through CARES, but purchasing power parity. And, and that's a consideration for you. And there are things that drive that PPP, the big one being exchange rates. And as you choose, if you think about investing from overseas, exchange rates can come into play. Now, do you spend a lot of time trying to time the movement of those exchange rates? You could. I think it's better to make a decision and, and make a move, get those funds from your currency into the U.S. so you can get those into those apartments or houses. You can go both routes. Um, but for the bulk of the discussion, I'll probably talk about apartment investing. I think that makes more sense, but uh, you can do both. But I think the more important thing is to move those funds, get them over here, and then continue to reinvest. Don't eat your seed corn. Keep it here. Continue to grow it until such time that you really need it. Uh, that exchange rate impact then is, is essentially nullified. So if you are in California, Maryland, Massachusetts, you're on the dollar just like I am here in Texas. We don't have to worry about that. 
but you do have other considerations, tax considerations. And this can be a big one. I, I used to work in a, in a, most recently even out of Dallas-Fort Worth in a, in a global role where I helped put together programs where we dealt with cross-border transfer of funds and invoicing and that sort of thing. And, and exchange rates was always a big topic in, in, in that in that scope as well. But some other big ones, and these would apply to you potentially as well, are tax considerations. If you do this cross-border thing, is there any tax implication? I can't answer that for you. I'm not a tax professional. You need to talk, if you're in Uruguay, with your local uh, authorities as well as somebody that specializes in that sort of transaction you plan to do here in the U.S. Both sides will come into play. But tax considerations are important. Government regulations. Is there any governmental risk? You know, when I was dealing with the cross-border invoicing way back when, just as recently as a few weeks ago, in fact, um, governments, they're, they're a little bit squirrely. We see that with our own government from time to time. And they change the rules all of a sudden. And, and suddenly this thing we thought worked doesn't work. So there can be some risk there that you need to think about and, and have a plan around. Again, here I would say talk to some specialists in your area that, that maybe do these sort of cross-border things. And we already talked a little bit about repatriation of funds, meaning when you choose to move those funds, those investments back from the U.S. to your to your country, exchange rates probably your biggest consideration. Taxes may come into play. And then more operationally, things like opening a bank account here in the United States. How does that work for you? Now, again, I'm going to reference Peter. He's in, in Queensland, Australia, and he's been a member at Lifestyles for, I think, half a decade now. He's been doing this successfully for some time. He's gone through all of these things. He's figured these things out. He's done it. You, you can do it, too. But opening an account, um, there, there are certain burdens for you outside of the country that may be greater than for me inside the country. Are they insurmountable? Absolutely not. But you need to learn what those are and figure out a plan. If you are in California, Maryland, Massachusetts, okay, most of these cross-border considerations don't apply, although I would say the taxes might. And how and where you form an LLC, if you choose to do an LLC, say, for some sort of holding purpose or asset protection or whatever reasons you may have. If you're doing single family, perhaps you choose to go that route. Um, that's, again, where you want to talk with your tax and accounting professionals. Some states are very aggressive in how they apply their tax rules. So if you happen to invest in an apartment in Texas, how does that apply to you as you get your proceeds and you sit in California. These are all just things for you to think about. We have members in California that are investing right here in Texas, in Indiana, in Mississippi, in Florida, in Georgia, in Tennessee, all over, even in California. And they're, they're working through this, so it's nothing insurmountable. This is what where, by the way, having a good network of fellow investors is pivotal, because then you can ask them, what did you encounter? How did you how did you handle that situation? I'm from hey, I'm from Sacramento, too. In fact, there are get togethers. There are Zoom meetups that are occurring virtually right now uh, where you can get get on board with these folks and talk with them and have those questions. So for other states, you know, it, it, taxes may come into play if you're outside of Texas, outside of Tennessee, outside of Arizona. Um, other things, and this is where the whole conversation around PPP or purchasing power parity, I would say, comes into play. In, in essence, at its base form, in, the, in, in as much as we're talking about a basket of goods for you where you live, essentially cost of living. So if you're in California, you're in Maryland, you're in Massachusetts, your cost of living is going to be higher than for me here in Dallas. In fact, that's why Texas has been such a big draw for as long as it has is because of the cost of living. 
cost of living is simply higher in other states. So what I'm talking about, again, it boils down to some equivalent of purchasing power parity for you in California versus us here in Dallas or, or San Antonio or Houston. The cost of land and the, the, the cost of real estate, it's simply lower here and higher where you are. That's why we say live where you want, invest where it makes sense, which is Dallas, which is Houston, which is San Antonio, which is Phoenix, which is Memphis, Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia. So cost of land and real estate varies. That's our basket of goods in, in, in essence at this point. Another consideration for you in California, Maryland, Massachusetts is the legislative environment as it applies to a couple of things, building permits, what does it cost to, to put up a new house or a new apartment where you are? And what does it cost to then operate? You know, what does it cost to form that LLC in California and do the, the annual reporting? It's much more expensive there than here, I can tell you that. And what is the legislative environment as it applies to tenant-landlord relations? Some places are more owner-friendly, friendly to those that own the, the rental real estate. Some places are more resident or tenant friendly, and that can have a cost as well. So the legislative environment as it applies to these things, it, again, it's simply different in other states and the related costs can be higher. So from a, a breadbasket or, or, or basket of goods point of view, when we're looking at rental real estate, houses and apartments, it doesn't make as much sense on the coast as it does here in Texas or the broader swath of Sunbelt states. So even in the US, even if we're not talking about the impact of things like um, government regulations at, at the bigger national level, or although we did see a few of those, didn't we, as part of uh, COVID, uh, or we're, we're, we're not really talking about exchange rate issues, the, the, the motto we have at Lifestyles Unlimited absolutely applies to you as well. Live where you want in those more expensive markets where your cost of living is higher, but invest where it makes sense. So to come back to that listener's first question, do we have members at Lifestyles Unlimited from outside of the country? Yes, we, we do. We absolutely do. I've mentioned a few. You know, I went to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo in Houston earlier this year. I met a number of folks from Canada for example. Now, I know we think we're fairly U.S. and Canada fairly close, um, but it is cross-border. It is another currency. There are other governmental regulations, but we have a lot of members up in Canada that are investing here in the U.S. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. I got a couple more I want to throw out there in terms of members from outside of the country. And then I want to address the other part of the question, which was, do does Lifestyles Unlimited have tools that allow people to invest from outside the U.S.? So stick around. Talk 13.7, the right choice. to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at l u i n c 
com. And today's show, the whole notion was engendered by an email I got from a listener. I was surprised by the location. The listener is in uh, Uruguay, South South America. Um, I didn't know we had folks listening down there, and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you reached out. And, and in fact, I already replied, uh, gave him a couple of my quick answers, and he's already taken action. I'll tell you about that here towards the end of this, our final segment. But he did send me an email. If you're outside of the country, I'd be curious to know that you're listening as well. Uh, you can reach me at askandy at luinc.com, luinc, luinc.com. And we, we opened or we, we began the show talking about PPP as in purchasing power parity, the, 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 the relative ability of each country in the world to buy some fixed set of, of goods, a fixed basket of goods. Of course, for everybody across the world right now, what's happening, the cost of that good, that basket of goods is, is going up. But, but inflation aside, it's always a little bit different. Cost of living, in essence, is what we're talking about, is different from place to place. Now, in theory, the idea is that in a, a, a poorer nation, it should be cheaper to buy that Big Mac. We talked about the Big Mac index. You can look that up. That's a kind of a, a, a lighthearted way to view purchasing power parity limited to a basket of one good, which is the, the McDonald's Big Mac. It's been around for 30, 40 years now, this Big Mac index. But you can see what the relative cost of that, that hamburger in Montevideo, Uruguay, is compared to Dallas, Texas, compared to London in the UK, and so on. And, and in theory, the, the the impact of that basket of goods should be reflected in exchange rates, which it is not always. They move around quite a bit. And that's a big consideration for you if you are investing from out of the country, if you plan to repatriate or bring those funds, those dollars, back to your country in local currency terms, of course better course of action is to invest and continue to do what many members at Lifestyles Unlimited do. Take those those gains when they have the sale of a property or a refinance and reinvest those. Continue to reinvest and grow. Grow your own pie. And for those that are listening within the United States thinking, well, I don't have to deal with exchange rates. No, you don't. But your own version, scaled down version of purchasing power parity, let's just call it cost of living, or if I take that Big Mac index, that basket of goods, and, and, and take out the Big Mac and put in a, a plot of land and a single-family house and a red building, which is not a hotel from Monopoly, but an apartment community, that's our basket of goods. And where you live on the coast, it doesn't really make sense to invest there. Not if you're investing like we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, whereby we want to achieve cash flow and we want to create those gains as well. It makes more sense to live where you are, but invest in Texas, in Arizona, in, in, in other places. So back to the listener question, you know, there, there are countries outside of the U.S. Where it, where it doesn't make sense to be a property holder. Property rights are just not as valued as they are here. I don't know what the situation is in Uruguay. I don't know what the situation is in a lot of places. But property ownership is not as embedded uh, as it is here in the United States. So for that reason, it makes sense for somebody from Uruguay or Peter from Australia to invest in here. So to the question, do we have members out of the country? We absolutely do. I mentioned a, meeting a ton up in Canada. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, everybody has their badges on that tells where they're, where they're from. Ontario, Toronto, I saw 
quite a few talked to quite a few members that are that made the trek down in fact one guy drove <laughs> i was thrilled to meet him in fact he was uh, i met him at the very end of the the conference and he was making his drive back up to to toronto i think it was so yeah we've got members in canada now that's very close you think ah, it's practically the u.s no offense to the to our neighbors to the north of course uh but i can remember as well years ago uh recently joined lifestyles unlimited and going out on the single family road trips which you do have to be present to do although we do those virtually as well now that i think about it that is an option uh, but but at the time i met three guys from israel and they had invested in houses here in the united states from israel so they were doing the housing thing the house thing single family rental from israel so yeah, we've we've got members outside of the country in 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 Israel. This is just again my anecdotal firsthand account of of people that I've met. And finally, I've mentioned him a couple of times now. Peter, Peter is a an investor I got to interview on the program about a year and a half ago, and he's in Queensland, Australia, and he's doing this very thing as well. In fact, if you have not heard his story, go to our website lifestylesunlimited.com and scroll down to the bottom. There's a search bar. Just type in Australia and this show will come up and you can hear how he did it. You can hear some of his thoughts. He did try uh, a number of other things and we talked about some of the exchange rate things and considerations, leaving money in, taking money out of the country, that sort of thing. And ultimately he does do what we've talked about already, which is keep the money here and continue to grow it, continue to reinvest that, that eliminates some of that exchange rate risk other other considerations perhaps uh, but he's in australia very very far away in fact i met him he was here for the expo he had made a 43-hour trip to get to this year's expo in houston that's almost two days of travel and in fact that show i did with peter led to another member hearing this very program in australia and becoming a member and doing the same thing so yeah you can do it you can do it so to the gentleman in uruguay yeah, we've got members outside of the country. If you're listening in some other country, yeah, you, you, you can do it too. Talk with your local tax officials, talk with your, your, your tax and, and accounting professionals, understand the ins and outs because there is a little bit more with any sort of cross-border transaction, but it's not, not insurmountable by, by any means. And going back to Peter, by the way, he made it from Australia 43 hours door-to-door -to, -door to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo in Houston. If you didn't make it out, because it's a long trip from California or Maryland or Massachusetts, you're gonna have another opportunity. Don't let Peter beat you. Come on, if he can do it, you can do it too. This year though, we're gonna have in 2023, we're gonna have the expo in February in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm not, not gonna give you a lot of details right now. That's quite a ways off. So be sure to listen and tune in for more information as uh, we, we get more details for you, but the Wealth and Passive Income Expo 2023, fortunately for me, I won't be driving any, any distance at all. It's going to be right here in my backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. Now, last question, second question that the listener had, does Lifestyles Unlimited have tools that allow people to invest from outside the, the United States? Now, what I want you to understand is that Lifestyles Unlimited is an education and mentoring group. So we are not, Lifestyles Unlimited is not doing the investing for you. They are not doing the investing with you. We're not an investing or investment company. We, we put the education into your hands so that you make the decisions. You decide the path you want to go. We'll teach you, of course, we'll teach you the questions to ask. Let's say you want to go that apartment route like Peter from Australia has done. We'll, we'll teach you 
what to think about, how to how to do the due diligence on the syndicator or lead investor that is putting that apartment investment together to decide for yourself, is that an investment for me? Then it's between you and that syndicator. Know that that syndicator is a member of Lifestyles Unlimited as well and has gone through very, very thorough education. So from an ecosystem perspective, it's a very, very strong group that you're joining. But we'll teach you, we'll give you the education to think about, is it apartments? Is that the route I want to go? What's the process for buying an apartment community even look like? What sort of questions should I ask that syndicator? What sort of returns should I expect? What's the market doing? All kinds of questions you may have, we'll, we'll address those through the education. And the same applies for single family investing, just like those gentlemen from, from Israel learned years and years ago. Interestingly, very different from when they were members, or if they still are, don't know, but when they were, were here visiting in the U.S., we did not have the online component like we do now. In fact, that's, that's a good, I guess, side effect of COVID-19 is that we moved so much of our platform online. All of the education that you need and the mentoring as well, you, you could do that all virtually. So the education is virtual, all online. And we've got, I mentioned earlier, virtual networking, Zoom meetings in various markets around the nation where you can, you can attend, meet people, right? Then connect virtually with those lead investors, those apartment investors, other single family investors, basically everybody you, you may want to have questions for, you may want to become friends with, you may want to have in your network. Now, one thing that Lifestyles Unlimited does have is a network of vendors, and those vendors are people that you'll want on your team. So if you're doing single family like I began doing, or maybe you're doing apartment investing as an IRO independent owner or uh, a syndicator, you're going to want to build a team and, and, and we help you with that. We can point you in the right direction. You, though, are the decision maker ultimately. Now, if you are outside of the country, a good place I would encourage you to go is to Facebook. If you are on Facebook, follow us there and you can watch our case studies for even more information. That's where single family investor will get up and present their their investments, uh, an apartment investor will get up and present theirs. And if you're not sure which direction you want to go, this is a really good place to, to see the numbers, see their stories, hear how it's impacted their lives and find that person that, that really gels with you. Hey, I'm kind of like that person, whether you're from Montevideo, Uruguay or Queensland, Australia, it doesn't matter. People are people. You'll find that person whose story is similar to yours and say, Hey, I like the way they went. That's the direction I want to take as well. So look, we opened the show talking about that listener's email. He he sent that in from Uruguay. He asked, do we have members that are out of the country? Yes, we do. And, and, and do we have ways to help you become an investor from out of the country? Absolutely. Through the education, as well as the mentoring that is available to you, no matter where you are, you can invest in houses, you can invest in apartments, anywhere, live where you want invest where it makes sense. And that gentleman, I replied to him, told him as much, and he's already signed up for our free workshop. You can go do the same. Go to freeworkshoplivestream.com. Thank you for listening. You have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.